To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Your attention, please. The Santa Fe and Disneyland passenger train, the E.P. Ripley, now loading on track number one for a trip around Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. All aboard. Hey, it's Charlie the Party. We're back because you can't keep us away. Just try as hard as you can. Yeah, a little two-week vacation. Uh, I'm sure no one even noticed, but... Nope. Not a soul. Well, we were on vacation because you were on vacation. You went to Disneyland. Because yeah, I did. With your family, your wife, and your... I can't even say he's newborn anymore because he's more than a year old. He sure isn't. He sure is. He's new-ish. New new to you. Yeah, he took his first trip to a Disney park. Mm -hmm. And got foot and mouth disease. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The joy was infectious, as was everything else. Yeah. Oh, God. Poor guy. It was either that or the airport. Could have been one or the other. But yeah. In fact, actually, even recording so... today's episode was up in the air because, yeah you, you, yeah, you, your wife, and John all got infected with foot and mouth disease, which I guess just makes you generally sick on top of also just getting, like, uh, uh, like kind of chicken poxy stuff on your hands and feet and Not that extreme. It's your just mouth. basically, like, like legions that, that eventually scab over. It's gross. <laughs> It's That's, disgusting. I guess better that than on your penis, but I'm surprised. I'm surprised more people don't talk about it because John was miserable. Oh, I had I a fever imagine. for like. Is it? Uh, does that happen 30 to? Thirty hours. Did a lot of babies get that, or is that just? I don't know how many. I know yeah. a lot of a lot of parents Kelsey worked with are like, oh yeah, my kid had that, and then I caught it. Man, Our doctor crazy. was like, oh, parents don't usually get it. Lying asshole. You what fucking are you doing? piece of shit. <laughs> well, was the trip to Disneyland worth getting foot and mouth disease as a result? Probably. Because, spoilers, we're going to be talking a lot about Disneyland today because we are. Uh, this is more of just an excuse to talk about just Disneyland and ephemera in general. But yeah, today we're technically talking about the 1956. Uh, documentary. I think it must have. I tried to do research for this. Documentary and it was hard to find or advertisement. Exactly. Uh, I, <laughs> this must have been an episode of the Disneyland TV show uh, yeah. that was, you know, that that, that Disney uh, had for like uh, most of the the fifties, and I think it did it ever stop. There was a Disney Hour TV show when I was a kid, like in the eighties. I would imagine that must have been something that like lasted from the fifties and sixties and kind of kind of went away after Walt died. And they brought back in the 80s just because, like, the 80s was, like, the big comeback decade for uh, Disney. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm assuming this must have been, it's like a 58-minute documentary. Uh, that must have been an episode of that stuff. This is a very hard documentary to find. There's, like, one copy on YouTube that's okay quality. And hmm. this, they put out a whole Blu-ray, or uh, not even Blu-ray set, like, 15, 20 years ago. They had the Disney, uh, those silver case... Disney yeah. sets they came out with. Most of them were just like reissues of old uh, Disney shorts and stuff like that. But they had like one that was just dedicated to Disneyland. And I think this documentary was the centerpiece of that like two disc set. 
I think it's just called Disneyland USA, is that whole set. But this documentary was on there, plus some, some making of stuff and some commentary and things like that. And yeah, I just happen to have a rip of that, uh, that DVD laying around. So that's, hmm. yeah, that's what we watched and that's what we're talking about today, just because... For the most part, yeah. Yeah, which, yeah, there's not really much to talk about the documentary itself, because it really is just, like, uh, it was made, like, just with a, a, less than a year after the park first opened in 1955, because this came out in 1956. So it's kind of interesting to see a time capsule of what the park was like right when it first opened, before mm -hmm. um, they started getting rid of the more unpopular stuff like live animals and fishing holes i, I shouldn't say that because they, they've had live animals all the way up until last year when they got rid of the petting zoo so they could uh, well, they still have horses they still have horses do they are yeah, the horses can, just like horse-drawn carriages like down yeah, main street you can, you can smell them on main street that's what i was about to gone. say that's okay they take in big old horsey dumps um yeah i know jenny nicholson one of the big youtubers uh, for pop culture stuff, she worked at Disneyland up until just like a year or two ago, and she was like really bummed because they got rid of the petting zoo to make way for Star Wars Land. And it sounds like they got <laughs> rid of most of everything that used to be like up in Frontierland, except for well, you would know, but you just came back from the park, you should know better than anything else about like what's there and what's not anymore. Oh, um, uh, yeah, that and they got rid of that area that nobody went to. Yeah, cool. The whole frontier land, the whole fucking yeah, because yeah, no, I'm, not all of frontier land, but the like, did they cut the, like the river in half? Like, I don't know, the Mark Twain riverboat shit. Like, now, like, Mark Maybe. Twain's riverboat is like in a swimming pool now. And you get on, and you're like, oh, I want an old timey mm -hmm. boat. Who gives a shit? That's the thing watching this just, documentary. They actually just changed the Mark Twain to his actual corpse, so because that's how many, <laughs> that's how many people. <laughs> that's like, Care that's how many people it. actually ride that boat is you just God. one or two people on his back and then they go float down the river that's on one of the weird course. things that's this documentary even though it's supposed to be all about disneyland half of it is just about Frontierland. that part of the park that no one since like 1959 has cared about uh it may, i guess this makes sense that they would go nuts with the frontier land because this is 1956 this is just right at the height of like cowboys and indians being super popular, cowboy movies and shit like that. This is right at the, mm -hmm. the, the, the top of the craze of the Fest Park Baby Crockett shit, uh, which is kind of funny because Fest Parker actually shows up for two seconds at the end of this documentary with Walt Disney, and it's super casual. Yeah. It's the one time good Walt Disney shows up in the documentary, and just casual, like, oh, it's Fest Parker, Walt Disney, they're just on horses. And I'm like, oh, holy shit, stop the fucking presses. Talk to these guys. Um... <laughs> But I'm assuming that's why they spend half the document talking about the other yeah, frontier land stuff, because that's the, like, that would have been the most kind of popular thing back in the day, I guess, because you had yes. kids with the cap guns and their coonskin mm -hmm. caps shooting at the TV, so they would want to see the <laughs> shit with, like, oh, you could see the Indian powwow, and you could see the, you could ride a pony, but, you go, mm -hmm. but anyway. But yeah, this you had a pretty like good time. Sucked. I don't know how much we want to talk about your trip versus talking about the thing on hand. Eh, whatever comes up naturally. Yeah. It was it was good. John did um, great. He touched, grabbed a lot of noses. <laughs> I can imagine. He had some pretty goddamn cute photos. Because um, John is actually legit. I hate kids, and I'm not a big <laughs> fan of babies, but John is legit. I mean, I know he's always not cute because he's a baby and he's going to have his moments. I'm sure you're going to hear him crying on this podcast at some point. But he's a legitimately cute kid. Yeah, he's pretty cute. And you sent me some pretty goddamn adorable photos of him and, like, you know, fucking Chewbacca. You sent me, mm -hmm. like, a little video of you guys hanging out with Chewbacca, and Chewbacca actually makes the actual Chewbacca sounds, which I didn't know, at mm -hmm. the park. 
Um, it would be pretty pretty sad if Chewbacca opened his mouth and just somebody went. Hey, hey, well, hey, that's, hey. What, that's kind of what I said would happen. Hey, I'm Chewbacca. Um, so yeah, as we're have you seen Lumpy? <laughs> as we're recording, this is the end of March 2019. Uh, so anyone listening to this in the future, that's kind of a timestamp of what state the park is in. Because this part, the Disneyland parks are always changing, especially Disneyland. And especially Disneyland now is super changing because they just... They officially unveiled the Star Wars Land stuff earlier this month. It doesn't officially open until June, I think. But just I it was like May 31st or, or something, something like, that. like that, yeah. But all that shit's reserved and the, they already announced like all the hotels for like that whole month are totally... Like, you know, if you didn't get a reservation like six months ago, you're already screwed. Which is kind of a bummer because yeah, like... We, I know that's why we went when we did. Yeah. Well, which, they were having pretty good deals on... On oh. tickets and shit to get people in the park before it gets. I didn't crazy. think about that because everyone would be waiting until after the Star Wars park would be open. It'd, it'd be a little bit less busy now than it usually would be even at this time of year. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. So it was was it was pretty chill. What do you mean with it? Just well, just like it wasn't like general, totally or? crazy with people. Oh no, it was crazy because oh. uh, Kelsey checked to make sure it wasn't spring break when she booked our trip, but it was spring break for like Arizona and some other places. So. Oh, just like one or two other. Oh, okay. It was fucking jam-packed. With sexy people? Sexy teenagers? N no. No, not even that? You don't even have that eye candy? No. No. Okay. No. Do you think a better? People, oh, there's so many people that obviously learned how to do their makeup through YouTube tutorials. Oh, really? A lot of clown face motherfuckers out there? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. This is how I do my smoky eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you just talking about your trip before we get into the show like the what was the highlights and lowlights of your trip to disneyland uh the highlights were probably like john meeting all the characters and yeah. not being scared of any of them that's that's being cool adorable uh did you guys uh, have like breakfast with like sleeping beauty or whatever yeah we did two breakfast character places where uh they brought out a bunch of characters one of them was max <laughs> Goofy son? Was a character one of them? Wait, what? It was a full-suited guy, right? It wasn't just someone yeah. in makeup? Okay. No, no. That would have been creepy, <laughs> That's no. I, I picture some kind of, like, horrific, like, photorealistic <laughs> makeup job. Like, hey, I'm Max. No, oh, no, the I point like... is he doesn't talk like that. He's like, hey, I'm Max. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they just wanted to break that costume out that day. <sighs> was it a guy? Was, it, was the guy in the costume, like, saying, like, hi, I'm Max. I hate no, my the, dad. No, the costume characters don't talk. Oh, okay. They'll make noises at John just to kind of like entertain him. Well, that's they're just, they're yeah. allowed to go like, like popping noises and <laughs> and um, oh, that's even more. And, especially when the character's face is kind of like frozen in an open mouth, like, and but they're going pop from inside the mask. And Donald kind of went <laughs> at him, but really? yeah, that was that was the extent of it. That makes sense. Like you gotta keep the kids' attention and stuff like that. You gotta be yeah. yeah. You can't just be mutes like yeah. No, we did two character breakfasts. Good. Are those expensive? And everything in Disney is expensive, Bill. Well, I don't know. Like, well, I, it was a super expensive. Do you have to pay a lot more for? Because I'm assuming, like, you go to like the character breakfast restaurant, right? Do you have to specifically like uh, set up like okay at like 10:45? Yeah, you usually the Mad have to reservation. Gonna... Oh, okay. No, they just have a like like bunch of characters. Like uh, the Plaza Inn, which is the first one we did, had Chip and Dale. Eeyore, Tigger, okay. uh, Max, uh, huh, a... Fairy Godmother, uh, Captain Hook. Wow. 
Uh, Winnie the Pooh? Do the characters Winnie pretend to eat with you, or...? No, they just walk around, say hello, and... Oh, okay. Get uh, disgusting, disgusting children touching them and God. getting syrup all over the costumes. As, as every costume character walks away from every table, like, you can see them break out a little vial of disinfectant and squirt themselves down before heading to the next table. Mm-hmm. Um, are they all costume people? You don't just have, like, face characters where it's, like, like you know, uh, the fairy the, godmother the is... Fairy godmother was a face. Okay. You don't know Mary Poppins? No Mary Poppins, I'm sorry, Bill. <laughs> I, that's the, I want to go down there, get the Mary Poppins, and just, like, at breakfast, just look her up and down, just not even speak, just like, mm, how you doing? Are you part of the buffet, Mary what's, Poppins? What, what's, yeah, exactly, what's my breakfast? You're wearing it. Mm. <laughs> Awful. Awful. I, I do, the, you know, if the gas dog show up, I'd do the same thing, too, you know. Quite, I'd yeah. love to be the guy who's actually less Quasimodo. Um... Mm. Wait, Quasimodo's got to be a dude in a costume and not just like an ugly dude with like sure. a face character, right? Because that'd yeah. be terrible. They, they're, they're, there's not a ton of characters. I mean, there probably is more when the castle's open, but the yeah. castle was a like Duplo blocks when we went. <laughs> Why was that? You sent me pictures. <laughs> they were refurbishing the castle, which I guess they've done three times before, and they just dismantled the whole damn thing. And oh, put up really? A, I thought it was just covered up. up no, oh, put up okay. a, like a cardboard facade. It did look like, yeah, they it just like giant cardboard box with like a drawing of the castle in front of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you still walk through? Because I know there's there's the archway. No. Oh, so it really was just well, that's crazy because that's kind of like the hub of the whole place, right? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I know yeah. you can still walk around. They've, they've made it, they've designed it so you don't necessarily have to go through the castle to get yeah. from place to place, but. Oh man, that sounds like you guys had a good time though. No major calamities, yeah. or aside from getting, no. aside from coming back diseased. But no, John yeah. was awesome. He didn't. He only had one meltdown, and that was because we kept him out in the sun too long and didn't get him food fast enough. Or yeah, not. Oh, that's so nice weather he didn't, too. Didn't cry. The weather yeah. was fine. I mean, it was like 65, 70 degrees, and there were people wearing puffy coats and gloves because it was California. They're fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the coolest ride you went on? Um. Nothing the, new, like the, they don't have. The, you no, the, gar- the Guardians, the Guardians ride is really impressive, but I hate it. <laughs> I can see you being on this. Like, I appreciate all the work put into this, but it's fucking yeah. garbage. No, it's 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 really neat ride. You, yeah, you know what the tower, you know the Tower of Terror, or what the Guardians ride is. Was it a thing that you, they just take you up to the top of a thing and just drop you down? Over and over again, yeah. Over and over within the same like ride, like like same yeah. like. Oh, I thought it was just like one time. No, you bounce up and down a bunch, and I don't like the feeling I get in my stomach oh, when they drop no me. Oh, that's no good. It's no good. I don't like. Oh no! So, Especially if you're yeah. like you're going from, from character breakfast to that. That's no. Nah, it was near oh, the end of the shit. day. Because but... I assumed what it would be like. You there'd be like they would actually. I assumed what would happen. They would make like the line up to the top of the tower kind of like almost like the ride itself where you're like might be on a tram or a people mover and like you're going through like the the jail from guardians of the galaxy or something and get up to the top and you have to escape and it's just like a quick drop no, no i didn't it's, realize it's, it's it's based off of uh, benicio del toro's like collection thing oh uh, and he's collected the guardians of the galaxy and Ra- rocket raccoon has to save him or whatever so and... are the people like the face characters like like guiding you onto the ride and stuff are they like his pink sex slave ladies or no, it, it's Rocket sends you in, and there's some stuff that happens, and then... But when you're going up, they, like, have the door opens, and it's a 3D screen, and the Guardians are there, and it's it's really nicely done 3D. And it's actually the actors? And so, like, they actually got yeah, brought you don't need and... glasses or anything. Oh, yeah. that... oh really? Mm-hmm. So it's like, like a giant 3DS. Yeah. 
Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because everybody's sitting, like, in one spot, so they can kind of... Yeah. But it makes sense it, it still way. has to have wide enough viewing angle that you could have a larger group, even if it's a static... Not a, Maybe not a static image, but, like, it's not... You're not moving around it, but still you need to be able to have it so it's viewable from a pretty wide, wide angle of people, because just the big crowd there, the, yeah. That, yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Okay. Anything Cars else? Land is yeah. amazingly detailed and is incredibly <laughs> boring. Yeah. So you got on the ride? Yeah, it, it had the longest wait time of California Adventures. I hear like that. Like 170 minutes standby what? time. Yeah. What? But we had fast passes on it, so we rode it. And it's fine, but it's not worth waiting in line for 170 minutes. So is Fast Pass the thing where... I know that lets you cut ahead to the top of the line. Is that the thing where they like say, if you come back here like at 5.50, we, we should be ready to have you like straight away? Or they'll call you yeah. back or something like that? Oh, okay, yeah. But that's, yeah, you're just on we a had car. We the app on our phone, we could do it that way. Are you just on a car that's, like, yelling at you the whole time? <laughs> no, it's kind of a speedy car, and you go through, and they have animatronic cars and oh, doing stuff. Okay. And it's cute enough, but it's, like I said, it's not worth 170 minutes. Yeah, you sent me photos, and I've heard other people talk about how great, like, the Force Perspective is of, like, the mountain range and everything. Like, it looks mm -hmm. really good. But, yeah. yeah, it's fucking cars, man. There's only so much, <laughs> there's only so much perfume you could put on that pig to make it... And the, you think you think Cars Land would have some rides for like any ages because little kids love Cars Land, but yeah, it, it was this thirty-two inches and above was the. Do they have like a NASCAR branded lynching only, hut or something? No, there's only there's there's like um, kind of like the teacups, but with the the cow tractor things. Oh, wow. oh I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. And another one where, like, the cars just kind of do a square dance that you can ride. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, um, Cars Land is no bueno. With all the car stuff, was there any Frozen stuff? Just in terms of the, thinking about things that are, like, sheer popular? Like, no. popularity? Like, huh. No. Because you think, like, half that park would be Frozen stuff by now. Like, it'd be yeah. half Frozen, half fucking Star Wars. You think... Well... You'd think they would have gotten rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um... I know it's See, this is kind of wondering. I know, yeah. I know a lot of people love it, but Small World can go. Yeah. Small World can go. It's a bad ride. You're, I mean, you're talking to, I like, my personal experience, I've only been to, to Disney World over Disneyland. But, uh, A, fuck Mary Blair. She's a way overrated <laughs> artist. She's the one who designed that. Well, she, maybe she didn't design the ride, but she did, she did the art direction for the ride. The outside looks like a barfy Cubist nightmare. And, of course, I I know Small World is kind of like the punching bag whenever anyone makes fun of Disneyland, because that's the most it cloyingly... It takes up so much space. Is it that big? It's You sit on that ride forever. Really? And I they just... just keep singing the song. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the, that's what everyone... That's the takeaway. And these that, fucking that's... cardboard... Cardboard mache... Or, I'm sorry, Papia Mache. Papia Mache. Yeah. Dolls just sing at you without moving their uh, mouths. Yeah, you were, some of them you have moving mouths and they look like fucked up real dolls. It's did awful. you Did you take a photo and like tweet the Disney account? No, they they look like, like Gelflings. You were, we, I thought you tweeted somebody like, why do you have this character on your right? It's terrible. Because it was like this motionless. Oh, no, I didn't God. see anything of anything, you had done. There's, Maybe a dory else that, there's a dory that with, like, wall eyes on Oh, there. that's right, yeah. <laughs> so, so they do have, like, the licensed characters in that ride, though, because I know the whole point is it's supposed yeah. to be, you're just taking a ride and you're seeing all the little childrens of the world and they're all singing their fucking mm -hmm. song. Uh, did you put your hand in the water? 
I did not. Cause that, is that what happens to Lisa Simpson on the, 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 the Simpsons episode where they go to the Itchy and Scratchy Land and she becomes Duff a lizard beer. queen and all that Duff stuff? Duff Beer. No, that's what Duff it was. Land. Duff Beer for me! Duff mm-hmm. Beer for you! Um, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, fuck that ride. That... Yeah, that, that and Autotopia can go. They still have that? Yeah, it's different now. It's on rails, so it's even less drivable. Is, is that Cars branded? No, you think it would have been? But it's still in Tomorrowland. They right? could have, they, yeah, they could have changed that and made it like I don't know, fly through Endor on a speeder bike. I've heard like all the books I've read about Disneyland, uh, like you know how it evolves and stuff like that. And it I, stinks. I, I, it stinks like a lawnmower. <laughs> like why? Is it just because the cars? All the cars are, yeah, the cars are like running on gas fumes or whatever they are. It stinks. I've heard there's been multiple pushes to get rid of Autopia. But there's always, like, the people, like, there's a small handful within the Disney Corporation itself where it's like, no, it's a landmark, you can't get rid of it. There's always just enough pushback for them to be like, no, we gotta keep it. Who cares if it's taking up a huge footprint and no one likes it? We gotta keep it. Because um, I think they were talking about, like, I think one of the original ideas for uh before they decided to make Star Wars its own Star Wars land was like if they were gonna build like some a new Star Wars ride they would just like build like get rid of Autopia and just build it there and you know it makes sense that would be part of like Tomorrowland too, but I I, I saw people when they announced uh, that Star Wars land was essentially just going to destroy Frontierland and become its own like new park of itself, like there was a small contingent of people saying yeah Autopia saved, but at what cost? Um. Yeah, because they got rid of all the pony rides and stuff. Is it even still Frontierland? There's still plenty of Frontierland. Okay. Uh, what did you see? Was there just a giant yellow tarp saying come back in June when you tried to go to the Star Wars land? No, they built up a, a like Frontier Wall looking land, a rock formation to block off. You could kind of, from certain vantages, you could spe- see like a big rock spire. Uh, see, I would have gone over there. Building. See, I would have tried to see if I could smell the Millennium Falcon through the paper on the of rocks. But they had like big doors saying "coming soon" or whatever. Yeah, I'm kind of interested. My, my, Star Wars. My buddy Mike Russell, he might have a chance to get a little sneak preview of Star Wars Land uh, next month when he goes mm. down to Anaheim for a convention thing. So I'm kind of curious to see what he says if he gets to uh, see that stuff. Well. But, he hates Star Wars, so... Hey, he, it's weird, though, that, that he would actually be one maybe kind of invited to that, because, yeah, he's he hates science fiction in all its forms. It's so weird. Mike Russell, mm-hmm. what's your problem? So, anyway, I guess we should talk about Disneyland USA. Sure, why not? Uh, it starts off, yeah, it's part of, I guess, a documentary series called People and Places. Um, no, it's People and Places! <laughs> well, it's 1950s, Those are so all in just, caps. Yeah, yes! It's 1950s. <laughs> everything's lush and clean and white. Um, this is not an ad. Not at all. No, sir. No, yeah. Uh, so it's funny to think this probably aired on actual television and people didn't even think that, like, oh, this is an advertisement. Um, but, yeah, mostly it's just the, the kind of zero on Frontierland stuff at first where it's, like, they're showing the yeah, pony rides and Wild West shows and, yeah, it's back well, when they people fly o- cared about wet, <laughs> Wild Western stuff. Well, it starts with a flyover of Disney, which probably looked impressive at the time, but all you can think about now is how drab and colorless it looks compared to how, like, Disney would do an actual flyover now. Yeah, because it would be nothing but And color. also, yeah. I, I, don't, I almost feel sorry for all the poor fucks they show, like, standing in, around in suits and stuff. In, they're in this California summer, except yeah. they were probably all racist, sexist, homophobic no, motherfuckers, so fuck them. Welcome to pre-segregated Disneyland. Uh, that's just a, welcome to White Town. Um, mm. Actually, I think 
I should have looked up the history of segregation in. Di I think Disneyland was always like desegregated. I don't think there were ever like any like whites only water fountains or anything like that. But still, yeah. Like I am shocked though. You actually do get to see. There's like four black kids in this thing. But this is mm -hmm. that's it's four more white, uh, four more black kids than I in this in this documentary than I th thought I'd end up seeing. I, I was kind of shocked that there's even that many. Well, and then we also, there's Asians from all over the world come to Disneyland with, like, their quote-unquote ching-chong music in tune. Yeah. And so at least there's a couple minorities who show up, but even, I feel bad for the Asians. And there's a bunch of white kids wearing, like, little Chinese hats in this? I don't know if there was some, some kind of Chinese festival going on when they were oh, No, they, I'm sure they sold that shit in the park because there's lots of kids wearing Native American headdresses, too. Yeah, that's true, too. But at least that still ties into, like, the whole, like, you know, Cowboys and Indians mania that was going on at the time. But yeah, this flyover, and this is also still, like, they're still kind of building parts of the park, too, on top of, like, so much of this is focused on Frontierland. So a lot of this is just dirt hills yeah <laughs> so it's not quite the i mean i guess even in 1956 just the scale of all this would be impressive but looking at it now yeah so much of it is just dirt hills uh we were talking yesterday while we were playing call of duty i was impressed that um during the flyover you get to see this is still early enough days in disneyland that outside the berm uh the you know the city limits of disneyland you still get to see the other orange groves that, that are still there you know, because, like, it's an infamous... Not infamously, it's not like it was terrible, but... Uh, Disneyland was famously built on top of an orange grove. And you get yeah. still get to see the other orange groves that are still there. Like, this is before everyone had built up all their hotels and stuff, like, leeching off of Disneyland around the park. So it's kind of funny to see, just, like, off on the horizon and stuff. Like, no, it's still... This is still kind of located out in the middle of nowhere, technically. Uh, just because, yeah, it's 1956, it's less than a year after the park opened. I'm sure if you even uh, jumped ahead two years, like, you would find, like, all those uh, orange groves and things surrounding the park are all are all gone and replaced with strip malls and stuff like that. But, yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of dirt hills. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of cars on Main Street back then, which I wonder how many people got hit or run over by these cars. They're just the old-timey cars, People aren't paying though, right? attention. Uh... I think, well, yeah, there's no, like, 1955 <laughs> yeah. Buicks or anything. But, yeah, it's, like, the wind-up cars, like, the all 19, like, turn of the last century cars. And no, like that's that. more for the, quote-unquote, Easter parade <laughs> at the end of this thing. <laughs> the Easter, the ladies in their bonnets and stuff. Uh, yeah. They do show, I guess, Disneyland has its own heliport. This yeah. big, fat-bellied helicopter comes in that can carry, like, four people, kind of, like... Yeah, that that's that's kind of funny. And then it's well, which hotel did you stay at when you went to Disneyland? Uh, a Tropicana. It wasn't a Disney themed one. It was just across the street. From yeah, Disneyland. you've never uh, stayed at like any of the actual hotels. No, we stayed at a Disney hotel in Disney World. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I guess that's big enough resort. You kind of have to, unless you really, because like Disney World spread out enough that like even staying in one of the parks doesn't necessarily mean oh, within it's, like it's still. Yeah, it still took us ages to get to the park. Exactly, yeah. Whereas this, I guess it's either the Disneyland Hotel or nothing. Or not nothing, right. but like, you've got all those, you know, like I said, like all those Orange Groves got replaced with more hotels and stuff like that. But yeah, then they show off like the Disneyland Hotel and there's like all the trams. That again can carry like four people <laughs> to the park and stuff. And I just love, like all this 1950 stuff is fascinating. Just the colors and everything like that. And... This whole early days of Disney Park stuff is always just really fascinating to me for some reason. I don't know mm -hmm. why. I mean, this is before it, they had Pirates of the Caribbean and all the big rides, when it was still more of just, like, a weird little small park kind of environment. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Well, it's, it's also... Uh, it, I, I haven't 
hadn't thought about it in, in these terms, but the fact that they mention about how Main Street's nostalgic for like people that were Walt's age, yeah, growing up, and now it's it's nostalgic because it's Disney. It's yeah. not. It, people don't remember this being like Disney's childhood. It's yeah. this is just nostalgic because it is Disney. Well, so yeah, this is 1956, and so Walt was born. He was born around right around the turn of the century, and so yeah, all the Main Street stuff is supposed to be reminiscent of his childhood. So it's supposed to be like Music Man era, like 1910, uh, just Middle America. Uh, which, this is something else you and I talked about yesterday when we were playing Call of Duty and talking about this documentary, was I pointed out that we are as far removed from uh, the time this documentary was made in 1956 as the people in this documentary were from this turn-of-the-century, old-time Americana that this this is supposed to be nostalgic for. And so, yeah, the, this, this world that they're trying to recreate here is now over 100 years old, and anyone... Who would have been around to remember any of this is long since dead now as we're recording this documentary so it's kind of yeah. funny that they never i guess they were never tempted to update it because the like, main street is so much this era even though now it's like it's not really nostalgic it's just randomly old-timey for no reason to to, to people like today the, the penny arcade you can go in and they still have those like penny things where you put a penny in and then you watch like a shitty Charlie Chaplin short that you want. Oh yeah, you sent me photos of that. It's not like they replaced all that stuff with like Street Fighter 2 or anything. Yeah, but nobody's alive that remembers those being a thing. Anymore. And that's why I kind of wonder at which point do they just start getting rid of that kind of stuff because at some point I mean, I, don't think I guess you can because now it's nostalgic Disney. It is, yeah. It's it's, it's 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 weird be it's like Disneyland at least Main Street USA has kind of become like a yeah, a museum of itself. Yeah. yeah, the nostalgia isn't for that time and place that the this place has been made to resemble. It's just nostalgia for, oh, this is what it looked like when my grandparents were here. It's kind of just sealed in amber just because, yeah, because it's Disney, not because of what it represents. It's, yeah, it's kind Like, of they should probably get rid of, like, the, the, the uh, what is it called, the Lincoln thing? The Where Lincoln. that robotic Lincoln talks to you? <laughs> oh, yeah, the whole president's. Yeah, because, hey... You want your baby to take a nap and don't want anybody to disturb him? Yeah. Go to the, the Lincoln thing, because nobody's in there. I kind of wonder if And it's if they, very quiet. I wonder, almost, again, if they keep it just because it's a known Disney thing, not because it's popular. Yeah, yeah, the Lincoln thing, it was like, I wonder if part of the justification for keeping stuff like the Hall of Presidents, Presidents is that it is quiet and no one goes there, so if you do want a place to go and just kind of <laughs> take a breather at in the middle of the park. Although I guess... There's not enough people really even doing that to justify that 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 experience being there, but yeah, yeah, I have you have to wonder, especially with, um, I kind of wonder with like so much of the park being destroyed <laughs> to make way for Star Wars Land, and if it's popular enough, I wonder if that's going to be the thing that signals to Disney that like, no, you can actually get rid of a lot of this stuff, and as long as the stuff that replaces it is popular, people aren't going to care that much. I don't think they even destroyed that much of the park for, to make way for Disney. Yeah. I mean, to make way for Star Wars. Yeah, but like, well, then, let's put this. This makes an argument that you could get rid of Small World and put in X-Men's the, the Danger Room <laughs> experience instead someday. No, you just change it. Now yeah. you can just change it to the Duff Ride. Make the actual oh Nightmare my, Fuel. Oh my, you know what? That would actually... <laughs> Were there a lot of people on a Small World? Yes! Okay, that's what, because I was going to say, if there's no people there, you might actually get more, more people would get, like, more people would be interested, maybe, if you made it the Duff Ride. Oh, that is, 
Oh my god. Oh my god. That will... Oh my... And you wouldn't even have to retrofit anything. You just change the song that they're singing. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> and then you just have the gift shop right outside that says the board part. License plates. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know they already kind of do that in Universal Studios, but... Oh my god. And you know what? You know how, like, they, they have the seasonal overlays for, like, like uh, the Haunted Mansion becomes, like, Jack Skellington and shit like that? Yeah. For Halloween, they should become Duff. Duff Gardens. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we're talking about this. This is literally just less than a week after uh, the Disney merger with Fox just went through, so. Yeah, we're living in a world where the Simpsons are owned by Disney. Fucking crazy. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From one of the world's most gifted motion picture creators comes Disneyland, whose wondrous portals open to Adventureland, Tomorrowland, Frontierland, and Fantasyland. Fantasyland, where even elephants can fly, and little boys understand the simple language of the animals they love. Tomorrowland, taking you on miraculous trips to outer space, far beyond the orbits mankind has reached today. Adventureland, bringing you exciting stories of man's exploits and of the animals Walt Disney loves so well. Frontierland, where men of the mountains and men of the plains came America's flaming frontier. Disneyland, it's wonder, fantasy, and adventure. See it every week on ABC. And some wonderful new pancakes have been created in Disneyland's famous Aunt Jemima Kitchen. They're Aunt Jemima Party Pancakes. There's eggnog pancakes made with ready-to-serve eggnog. Strawberry Aunt Jemima Pancakes made with strawberry milk. And chocolate Aunt Jemima Pancakes made with chocolate milk. Let's make some. That's easy. Just substitute two and one-half cups of chocolate milk for regular milk in the Aunt Jemima Deluxe Recipe. The recipes are on the Aunt Jemima packages. Your milkman has them too. Make all three kinds with Aunt Jemima pancake mix and the different flavored dairy drinks from your grocer or milkman. Try the Disneyland sensation. Aunt Jemima party pancakes. My, they're good. And be sure to visit Disneyland. This is an ABC color presentation. Hey, Frontierland sure looked like it was boring as shit, didn't it? Yeah. Well, again, I mean, back just in ride around and look at looked at stuffed stuffed animals. Isn't that great? Wow. <laughs> stuff. Well, are you talking about all the animatronics and stuff? Yeah. Like, well, it's weird too because you have uh, enough live animals that it's a little weird when like suddenly there's like a bear it's not even an animatronic bear but like they have this thing where like the guests are kind of like, scared for a moment there's a bear up on top of that hill but it's a bear that's not even like it's there's no animatronics to it it's just like 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 on a <laughs> on a track uh, it's a on circle. a track it's like when uh you have like a <clears throat> clock like a cuckoo clock and a little figure might come out and like bang mm -hmm. on a gong or something like and go back inside its little house that's what it is it's not actually even it's not even rearing up or roaring or anything like that it's just like yeah and 
Yeah, they, 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 when you've got so many so many live pooping like horses and ponies and stuff like that, like, it looks a little extra weird. But um, yeah, it's just I guess the novelty of the fact that you could just dedicate this much land to like, oh, we're just gonna have an actual pony ride. We're gonna have like an old timey train just go around in a very small circle. We're gonna have this fake papier mache mesa pueblo <laughs> with this tiny little model of like an Indian settlement on top. Um, it's funny yeah. too because there's a great bit because so much of Disneyland is built on forced perspective stuff. Pretty much anything in an, any Disney Disney park, whatever you can touch, is built to real scale. But anything that's outside of your immediate reach they'll kind of make smaller to create this impression of things being farther away like you know so much of the cars land is like they're trying to create the, the impression of like this distance car shaped mountains and stuff in the distance obviously those aren't actual mountains they're just like 12 foot tall painted mountains that are just kind of yeah. made to resemble something on the horizon and they're kind of colored to kind of look like they're kind of hazy and off in the distance um there's they show uh there's a robber who steals he steals no, some gold fuck. What the shit, man? <laughs> he, there's a robber and he gets shot at by a sheriff. They have to shoot out in this little wild west town. And so the robber tries to escape up in the upper hills of this town. Unfortunately, because it's a forced perspective town, he gets shot and dies next to a house that's only made for like 12 inch tall people. <laughs> so it's a little so, like. So stupid. Like, yeah, this town was obviously not made with the idea of like you should have living people standing next to it because it <laughs> looks stupid as shit. But yeah, I laugh. I fucking. That's, that actually made me the highlight of the whole special for me. It was just that because it's just dumb as shit. But yeah, this mm -hmm. is back in the day where you like. It's 1956, so you got kids in Indian headgear and like. You know, uh, Davy Crockett, uh, coonskin caps, like going, oh my god, it's cowboys and Indians and people shooting each other in these little tiny little houses. And yeah, it's lame as shit. Like, it's I, I can't imagine spending more than a day in this version of Disneyland. Maybe half a day. <sighs> Man, because like Frontierland, seriously, you might, I might go on the, the 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 paddle boat just to see what the paddle boat's like. But like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> I do like they have a, a house that is forever on fire on Treasure Island. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Tom Sawyer's Sawyer's Island too, but like, yeah, there's no, this whole quarter of the park. There's like nothing to do unless you want to go fishing, which I do appreciate the fact that they have like an actual live fishing hole. Huck Finn's fishing hole, where you can say the N word as much as you want. Oh and god, and they talk about. But like, it was the like, 1950s, so yeah, there's you could like, anyway. Engine Dave's cave or whatever, like on the island and like Engine uh, Joe. Engine Joe, yeah. Um, oh fuck, that's. Mm. Yeah, I can't imagine why they got rid of half of this stuff. Even aside from the fact that, like, you know, once this Cowboys and Indians craze died down, no one would want to I, see this I'm shit, guessing but. the logistics of getting rid of Huck Finn or Tom Sawyer's Island is just too much because I can't, I have no idea why they would keep it. Nobody's ever over there. And also, nine times out of ten, when people break into the park and get killed or die, it's usually on that island. I don't know why yeah. people, because I've heard a couple, uh, I've read a couple things about, like, death at Disneyland, and there's been a lot of people who. Uh, a lot of kids will try to break into the park and get busted on that island, and there's been like things where they've like gotten drunk, broken into the uh the the into the park and like gone to like Tom Sawyer uh, Tom Sawyer's island and like accidentally threw themselves off a tree and like broke their leg or something like that. And a couple people have died there too. So, but like that'd be so much land you could just take back and build new cool stuff. I love the yeah. fact there is like an, a river boat like in a little like river and everything like that, but. 
I hate to be the person who says, get rid of this cool shit, but you know, you've already gotten rid of, like, the, the petting zoo. Might as well go all the way and... Don't build anything branded. It doesn't have to be, like, the alien ride or the X-Men ride, but just build something new that's cool. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that they, they spent a lot of time showing off... I guess they actually may be actual Native American people? These people don't necessarily just look like people in brownface. I was kind of shocked, but, like, they show a lot of, like, Indian dancing and stuff, which I thought was pretty cool for the time, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, more I, cultural I would, sensitivity I, than I imagined I would, would be, be going on. Yeah, I'd be less maybe cringy at it if it wasn't just them performing for all these white people. Yeah, and, like, literally over the papier-mâché uh, hill that they're dancing in front of, like... There's an animatronic Indian, like, shooting arrows at, like, a burning house that's always yeah. on fire. So, it's kind of <laughs> a little bit of mixed messages here, but, like, yeah. And that's Frontierland. There's ducks, live ducks, and fake bears, and fake Indians, and real Indians, and it's kind of mixed messages central, but, yeah. yeah. There's a cool train. Two cool and trains. They, uh, they, in Adventureland, they really want to show off the Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Cruise, and I guess this is back in the day when Adventureland was just the Jungle Cruise, because that's all they have to show. Yeah. And this and is back in the day. Have you been on the Jungle Cruise? Yeah. When when you were on it, is, is the Jungle Cruise, like, today, is it just mostly just the Jungle... Jungle Cruise captain just randomly shooting at animatronic animals <laughs> the whole time. No, there, there's one where she she was a very dry humor kind of lady. She did shoot into the air with, to scare off the hippos. They don't shoot at the actual <laughs> animals anymore. I, they're making they're making a live action Jungle Cruise movie starring The Rock, and I would hope to hell it's just two hours of him just randomly shooting at, at animals while he's going down the Amazon. Um, again, yeah, it's fake animals, fake animatronic giraffes eating grass and stuff, but like, I just love the idea that they got the captain just like, oh no, here's a hippo with like fangs. We gotta shoot Shooting out to the side. Yeah, like that's, I mean, I guess maybe a hippo, if it doesn't let, like, doesn't gnaw down its fangs, maybe they could get misshapen, but it's like vampire hippo. It's like, they're obviously trying to make it look extra scary in a way that's like, I don't think that's scientifically accurate. Or if it is mm. accurate, it's mostly probably just because if it's a mistake, but... Yeah, and yeah, that's all there is to Adventureland, and it's funny to think I know John Lasseter got to start at Disney as the Jungle Brute, uh, Jungle uh, Cruise captain too. So part of it's even even that's kind of tainted. Watching this now, like, oh, a future sex predator head of the company is gonna be captaining that boat someday, and yeah, that's and there we're already is, three quarters of the way through this whole special there just by is talking about those two lands. So Little shade in Futureland. It looks miserable. It looks kind of miserable, just even people in this documentary. Must, yeah, people must have been getting. Well, no, I'm talking about this documentary. Yeah, there are people must must have been getting heatstroke all the time. Yeah, because like there's a lot of shade in Disney now, but back then yeah. they were just like, ah, people love the sun. It makes them healthy. I guess if you're in Southern California, people just sit in the sun all day. You do, like, I'm, I'm watching, like, uh, the, the flyover of uh, Tomorrowland, and yeah, there's there's a couple pavilions where people are kind of gathered under, and there's, like, a little bit of snack pavilion where you have all these, like, uh, uh, little snack uh, 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 desks. Snack desks? Picnic, mm -hmm. picnic counters with like little no snack stuff. desks. But you do kind of see people like re like like little hives of bees, really collecting wherever they can find shade. While mm -hmm. all these poor kids, a couple black kids driving on Autopia, 
Um, and there's a couple boats too. I guess there's more water uh, right next to Autopia uh, Topia too. But yeah, Autopia, there's not much. It's just yeah, people flying around in circles. Like Tomorrowland sucked in 1956. There's not much to yeah. see. They really the only thing they do. Yeah, it's just Autopia and uh, the flying rocket ride, and that's it. Oh no, there's the airplane club too. Oh, <laughs> the model airplane club. <laughs> but you know what? It looks like they actually are. There's kids like building models, which I actually thought that was kind of cool. The idea that you mm -hmm. go to Disneyland just to be part of a model airplane club—that sounds awesome. But mm. then it just kind of turns into like actually one, just one of the the Disney employees it, uh, just uh, like uh, racing uh, a plane around in circles for half an hour. Yeah. I is... like on the Astro ride, the Astro plane ride. The guy who's sitting behind his girlfriend and gri has a death grip on the wing of the Astro plane that he's riding in. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, it's 1956. You never knew it. Like a rocket ride could move like this before, so you don't know what's gonna happen. This is all improvement technology. I'm sure he's like talking to her. He's like, "Yeah, this isn't so scary," yeah. but he's white knuckle in the wig like, as hard as he can. Just his anxiety is kicking. All these poor people who didn't realize that like post-traumatic stress disorder was a thing. Like he, like he, he, like he fought the Pacific like 10 years ago, and like he almost died in a couple plane crashes. And now he's on this thing, and he's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die!" And he can't. He's too much of a man to like admit it. Oh yeah. god, but yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, that that's all there is to Tomorrowland in this thing, that's... Yeah. Oh god. Um, and then, th then we get to go to, to Fantasyland and watch kids ride these boring-ass kid rides in yeah. Fantasyland. This, this, which this... which will begin the, tr the trend of people growing up thinking these rides are great because they grew up on them and forcing their children to ride well, it. This, and hey, those this, kids... This baby boomer central right here, all these kids that you see are now... Which are is Peter, why Peter yeah. Pan is one of the busiest rides in the park, even <laughs> though it's boring. Look at all these future Trump supporters running around on <laughs> Peter Pan's like, wild like ride. They show footage of kids coming out of the Mr. Toad's wild ride, like, holding their faces and being like, Oh my gosh! No, no. Is that ride is boring and it's cardboard and it's I was sucks. about to say it's just a cardboard dark ride, right? Yeah. Because you even see as they're coming out, like there's like some kind I'm, of moving we, thing behind them that looks like we, <laughs> it looks like a carnival ride from like a yeah. Kansas traveling carnival. And you go to yeah. hell and they like blast you with heat and that's about the extent of it. <laughs> oh, that's it? Aw. Yeah. Um, but this is by far the most popular thing they show. Like this is just seas of crowds. Um, it's kind of funny too, because again, I've never been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World, but they make yeah. this—they make Sleeping Beauty's Castle a teeny in this. Like they show well, people was... walking across the bridge to Sleeping Beauty's Castle, and look, even the bridge just looks like it's like ten feet long. Yeah. Like you could fit like most of the landmass of like Sleeping Beauty's Castle and like the moat and the bridge, like in the acreage of the house that I'm sitting in right now. Um, yeah, that was this was before they ever refurbished it. They've done it three times now, so. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what the new refurbishment. I wonder if it'd be all kind of like Probably won't look much like different. That. I'm sure, like, yeah, they don't want to mess with it too much, but you think, like, just even to, like, help out with, like, the fireworks displays and stuff like that that might have some, like, new interactive lighting or something like that. But, yeah, you see people, like, they're all getting on... I have to admit, like, the, the cars for the Peter Pan ride look cool, because they actually do yeah. kind of look like they're flying, and how they kind of yeah. arc into, when they go into the turn to go into the ride, they kind of, like, arc like like a flying ship kind of would. Um, yeah. My question watching this documentary is, how do you see anything? Because they've got the giant, like, sail right in front of your eyes. Do they, does that go away when you go in the, the, into the I ride itself? I can't remember. I didn't. I didn't want to wait, like, the hour yeah, line. Yeah, I know that's, like, the most popular Fantasyland ride, so something... Something gotta be good, because people love that shit. No. 
It's not. It's just like. <laughs> well, that's your opinion. You, but I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're wrong. You have... It's like you're flying over a miniature city, but it, you can tell that it's like two feet below you. So you're like, wow, yeah. look, there's a miniature Big Ben. Great. Uh, I remember going to Disneyland and they had the ride where they showed you what like living on the moon was going to be like. And they showed like, we're going to grow oranges on the moon. There's like an orange grove on the moon that we're all going to be living in in 1986. And <laughs> because, you know, the ride was built in like 1972. And here I am in, like, 1989, being told what it's going to be like in 1986 on the moon. And they're showing me, like, what's supposed to be, uh, like, an open viewport to, the, to yeah, what the moon's going to look like. And, like, it's obviously just, like, a tiny shoebox model that's just being put in front of your face. <laughs> but it's supposed to be, like, they're trying to pretend, like, you've just, you're putting your face up in this portal to, like, that's, no, that's the real world, that's reality, it's not just a tiny yeah. model. Yeah. And also, we're going to, like, shoot, like... Uh, children's aspirin scented orange mist into your face to, so it's like you're really there and I'm like there's no air on the moon how can I smell this <laughs> wait um, and then uh, but storybook land ride or whatever the fuck it's called where you go through a evil ass monstro the whale's mouth and then this? you just then you just float around looking at tiny houses really? there has never been a more misleading start to any ride ever <laughs> Yeah. Because you show them going in and co Oh, I see. I, you know what? I think I was asleep during this part. Makes oh, it's sense. not even indoors. You're just... No. You're in a little boat. And what? You, uh, you, oh, you this toot is around looking at, looking at the castles I didn't and realize, houses of storybook Yeah, because they, the kind of, they have like the Wind in the Willows thing. I didn't realize this was part of the same ride with the big monstro mouth. Yeah, this is... go in, look at... You, yeah, you'd think that giant whale mouth would be the start of a really cool ride. No. There's it's not just, even like the characters. It's just little houses. What yeah. the fuck is this? Is this still there? Yeah. What? They've updated it with putting in like frozen oh, buildings uh, and shit and stuff like that. Oh, you get to see Anna and Elsa like getting a little naked and it's a little tiny little if you house. Squint right. hard enough, yeah. <laughs> still a little something something for dad mm -hmm. <laughs> on that ride. Yeah. Oh my god, that's terrible. Nuke that! Get rid of it! Do something! Again, it doesn't have to be like Star Wars or like anything licensed, but like, put something that is not only... I, that, this is not even, ride, even for 1956, this is impressive, it's just like, I don't know. That house. ride is basically, mom and dad need a break, we're <laughs> gonna ride this. Well, that's kind of what I was saying with the Hall of Presidents. Like, this is just like, you know, we need something, we're not moving fast, there's no screaming and yelling. Just kids calm down. Daddy needs a break. Mom, mm -hmm. Mama needs to take a little swig of her whiskey glass that she smuggled in her purse. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and they have the Casey Jones train here too, which is kind of extra frightening because it's the Casey Jones train with not the as, face. Not as frightening as the janky ass Skyway that they used to have. Oh yeah. Oh, and then they show that. Yeah, is that gone? Yeah. After like three people died in like 1958. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they show the teacups. Mm -hmm. uh, is this before? I guess this is before they had the Dumbo ride. I guess. No, the Dumbo ride's there. They show it. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I must have been really asleep during. The I can't say I was asleep because this is a 56-minute documentary. It's not like, <laughs> what the hell was I doing? I missed. Oh yeah, and you do see the kids uh, on the Dumbo ride are wearing a, a little fucking Pepe on mache uh, mm -hmm. headdresses, Indian headdresses. Oh yeah, and then you have like the Captain Hook's ship, which I think yeah. was actually financed by like the, uh, like a fish. Frozen fish stick company, which cracks me up. 
nice. uh, hearing about all the yeah all the companies that like you know paid for some of these rides are like completely fitting it's it's like really hilarious yeah that 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 fucking skyline ride like the the, the metal buckets they're riding in are like swinging and dangling like it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like the high no not high speed but it's not like the high tech thing you would hope it would be it really is kind of like a little meh. Especially as yeah. a big fat guy, I'm like, oh man, there's that's one right I'd never be allowed because like, oh, I'd kill 18 people on that thing. Um, yeah, yeah, and we're pretty go, much at the they, end. They just... go, yeah, they go back to Main Street and show the horseless carriage club participating in the Easter parade. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is just like you get to see the wind up cars and yeah, um, you get to see like Oof. there, there's like five minutes of this old timey cop. At this old-timey, uh, completely unnecessary traffic stop, they get to see him guiding traffic, and then he stops the traffic so a guy dressed like a fucking old-timey music man, garbage man, it, can, like, just cross the street. Yep. And, yeah, you've got all ladies and their And everybody's best. there to watch. Yeah, all these people, like, there's, like, it's not, like, organic street traffic, it's just... Yeah, and there's, then there's, like, a little kid who pretends to, like, uh... Uh, to conduct a little marching band, except he's not marching because the actual guy, marching guy, uh, the the band conductor standing right behind him actually yeah. still conducting the band. Yeah, and you know, I'm not a big fan of parades, but at least the parades they have there now don't have colored baby elephants in them anymore. Yeah. 1950s, you suck so bad. Yeah, do they have live animals in the parades? No, no. Do they, do they have Walt Disney's and Fess Parker's? Yes, those are still there. <laughs> stuffed bodies just turned into animatronics. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it kind of ends with a big parade. Yeah, like I said, this is the part where uh, Disney and Fuzz well, Parker show no, up in two seconds. Yeah. No, they they, they got to lower the flag at the end of the day, and everybody stands at attention, but not because the flag I've never heard about that. Yeah, that's news to me. <laughs> yeah, and everybody stands at attention, but not because they're lowering the flag, because of this guy's fat ass. <laughs> oh, they usually <laughs> lowering gotta, the flag. I gotta see this. <laughs> Dude's ass. <laughs> just... Old satchel butt. Yeah. Oh just Slammed no. into those pants. Do it's not everyone south of Southern California could be hot and erotic and sexy. Oh no, he's my wife was like, look at that booty. Had <laughs> the booty just too fine. That booty too fine. Oh, uh, but yeah, so everyone's like. Yeah, it is funny because it's not so much about the flag, but like the at the bottom of the flagpole, it's. Disney's his thing saying, "Well, to all do to come to this happy place, this place fucking rocks. Come yeah. kick some ass." And like, yeah, yeah. The, the narrator reads that plaque, and then suddenly it's nighttime, and it's all like, "Goodbye to Disneyland USA." Mm-hmm. And they never get. I kills me because I'm so bummed they never got into. Because like in the early days of the park, they had weird stores. Well, they had like tobacconist shop where you could actually go buy cigars and stuff, which that's not too crazy. But then you also had like carnation ice cream, which is cool. They actually had like an old timey ice cream shop, which I always thought was super cool. Crazy! Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear about they had like a bra and women's undergarments store weird. for like the first no. year or two of the park? Um, yeah. you only see it in the distant background of some of the shots at the beginning, but like, yeah, they could have gotten to that some more. I don't know why. I, I mean, I assume that like you would want some place where ladies can pick up feminine hygiene products at the park on a whim. Well, do you yeah. think you could do that at any of the hotels? But like the fact that like, like mom needs a titty sling. Hold on, everyone, <laughs> before we get on Mr. Toad's wild ride. 
Actually, maybe that was part of it. Like, if you go to the park and you're like, I'm feeling fun and fancy free. I don't need a bra today. It's too hot. And then you're like, oh shit, my titties be jiggling too much after <laughs> we went into the monstro's mouth. I got too excited. I need to go put on a bra. Oh, I'm going to buy my own Disney branded bra. Anyway, that's not in the documentary. It's the shit I know about happened in the early days of the park. But mm, Gotcha. Oh, uh, yeah, there's three. There's a Fest Parker, Walt Disney, and a couple black kids, so this is already way more surprising to me than I anticipated it being, but... Yeah. That's... That was, that was old-time Disneyland. It looked boring as hell. Yeah, Disneyland USA, part of the Disneyland Secrets. Like a heat stroke set. waiting to happen. Yeah, especially kind of the washed-out colors and everything from, like, the 1950s documentary. Everything looks a little even more blazingly hot than it may have been, but... Yeah, that's... Yeah. Oof. A lot of these rides have gotten rid of. A lot of them they should get rid of. Yeah, yeah. I am very curious to see what Disneyland looks like 10 years from now. Um, yeah. Just because, like you said, yeah, I think this, the Disneyland, this uh, Star Wars Land stuff might be the impetus for... Man, it's killing me they can't just turn into Duffland because I'm sure uh, the Sims Fox already had, like, you know, amusement... Like, exclusive amusement park arrangements with Universal Studios that probably can't be broken for 30 more years, but... Who knows? Maybe Disney will just buy Universal at some point. You know what? They need that Parkland. Yeah. They're gonna say, "Oh man, they got that Nintendo shit. We should have had that Nintendo shit." Fine, fuck it. We'll just buy Universal and we'll have two parks right across the street from each other. That solves all kinds of problems. In fact, actually, it'd be kind of great if they just turned Universal Park. I mean, Universal Parks is all just branded stuff. It's all licensed stuff. So they could even like if they want to build like X Men Land, they could just build it there. Rather than, like, you know, if, if they really have to see if it's a small world, they can keep it and just, like, get rid of the Beetlejuice <laughs> attraction. <laughs> you know, have you ever been to Universal Studios? Mm-hmm. At least in Florida, it wasn't that impressive. It was kind of cool. They had the Back to the Future ride, but, like, it's the most random, like, whatever licenses. Like, both Universal owns stuff and whatever licenses they could get with other stuff. So you would have, like, it's Ghostbusters. Chasing Beetlejuice, chasing Batman, chasing mm. the Exorcist, and it's like, why does any of this have to do with each other? Other than maybe some of the stuff stuff is supernatural, but like at least yeah. Disneyland has kind of a cohesiveness. Uh, maybe less so now that you've got all this branded stuff in there now. But no, they keep their <sighs> shit in their own separate little worlds. Yeah, like you never see a character from Frontierland in Fantasyland. Oh, I never thought about that too. Yeah, uh, yeah like. Are there a lot of characters like wandering the parks, or do you have to go like? Specific? Not so much. You'll you'll see them walking, like we saw the the evil queen from Snow White walking back towards an employee area, and she was like swishing her robe back and forth in a very evil way. That's and funny. She, she she threw somebody some shade. She said something to him as she was going back there. It was pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> that's great. I just but love yeah, the you fact see, that she's you like see characters walking yeah. around. Um, See Mary, Mary, I saw Mary Poppins and Bert walking places. And I would imagine that's probably in Fantasyland, right? Uh, they were in front of the castle, or okay. the facade of the castle, whatever. Yeah, and they, they were like talking to people. They were just more just like running. No, back they to were take a shit. they were they <laughs> they were they were taking a shit in front of the castle. Well, it's under construction, so they're like, yeah, fucking no one cares anyway. Um, it's the weirdest thing because like they must be reenacting a scene in the. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns, because I just watched that and something like that almost happens in the film. But mm. Anyway. Yeah, no. Disney's, Disney's much better now. 
Yeah, no, I again, that's the that's from the first year, so it couldn't get any worse, I guess. Yeah. Not that it's we'll terrible. Go, we'll go back like... in a couple years, and <sighs> it'll all be good. We'll get to see Star Wars Land. Get to Stay see at it. an overpriced hotel. That's that. Whenever I go to Disneyland, I half the point is going to. I, I want to stay in the Star Wars hotel because I want to wake up and outside the window just be like hyperspace. Oh, that shit's gonna be so expensive. I would sleep. I would wear a Star Wars costume to the park and sleep in it. <laughs> the Grand. So I could wake up in the next morning and just. The Grand Californian's like five hundred a night. I can't imagine what the Disneyland or the Star That's... Wars one's gonna be. Because I've been uh, I've been looking at prices for seeing if I were gonna stay at a Disney park like today, I would totally go to Grand California. Because that look that hotel looks cool as shit. Yeah, we, we had breakfast there. It's very nice. Yeah, it looks super swank. Like, that's... I'm assuming that must have been the one they, 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 they cooked up along with, like, the California Adventure stuff. Like, the one that became yeah. its own part. That one, yeah. you can go great straight into California Adventure. Oh, yeah, from, the, yeah, like, you can the, go right off, like, the, the Pixar hotel. Pier and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, did you go, like, on the big Ferris wheel or anything? Uh, I went on the big Ferris wheel last time we went down there. Oh, uh, yeah. Not this time. It looks super pretty. I didn't like, want to wait in line for it. Supposedly, the corn dog... Uh, there's a corn dog shack that's like right yeah. in that part of the park that I've heard people say that. I've always heard things like people like rave. I've heard both people like get really condescending about the food in Disneyland. Like, of course, it's overpriced garbage. Then I've heard other people say like, no, like most Disneyland foods actually pretty fucking like even the stuff like the corn they... dogs are like really good corn dogs. Uh, if you their pizza is mediocre. Um, yeah. But everything else I had there was that's really cause... good. I had I had some uh what was it um. Uh, beef spare ribs, I think, oh, at yeah? one of the places that was fucking good. Uh, Kelsey had a, um, uh, what is it called? A, uh, oh, what's the candy sandwich? <laughs> it's, uh, what the uh, hell? stroke? No, what's it's, the candy it's, uh, sandwich? Uh, it's uh, this, it's a deep fried sandwich with that's like got, uh, uh, like. Powdered sugar on top of it. The name what? just fell oh, my head. the 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 Monte Cristo. Yeah, she got the Monte Cristo inside the, the candy uh, sandwich. Um, oh, the, the only candy sandwich I know is in Breakfast Club. Nally Sheedy makes like a pixie stick sandwich. She said oh. that was really good. Okay. You got that at the Pirates of the Caribbean restaurant. Oh, the, the Blue Bayou. Yeah, I was about to ask because yeah. I've always heard the Blue Bayou. If you really want really I, good food I had there. A, I had a steak there. It was really good. Yeah. Don't. Isn't there like a like a little like you go on the back and like you just watch the people in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride go by. Yeah, you can do that. We yeah. were more to the woods in the middle of the restaurant, so we didn't see him. But smell the stench of the water and the whir of the breaking animatronic. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, that's that's yeah. Between I know people rave about like the dog and whips and things like that. California Adventure was having uh, their food and wine festival, so there was a lot of like specialty shit that was going on that we ate and whatnot. When was the last time we were at Disney World? World was three years ago. Three years ago. Did they? Yeah. Did you try the food there? Because I've heard like a lot of people rave about. Because you know they have the whole like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I've talked to you. I was I, I hung out with you guys when you got back from there. Because uh, I know they have the whole like the the thing of like the United Nations, like all the different countries and stuff. And they have different food. Like, yeah, I, I didn't know, like Epcot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, they do have that giant ball there. That's some bullshit. We didn't save up quite mu ball. as much money that time as we did this time, so oh, we okay. we weren't able to just like go willy. We went able to spend like $25 on per person on each yeah, meal yeah. like we were this time. Oh my god. You know why the Disneyland pizza sucks is because there's only one Italian in all of Disney history and it's the meatball guy from the Lady and the Tramp and he only knows how to make spaghetti. And mm. even that spaghetti's only good enough for dogs so of course that pizza's gonna suck. <laughs> That's true. 
Um, well, no, I guess there's Italians. I guess Pinocchio takes place in Italy, so you think they would have, like, you know... Like, I mean, Geppetto makes puppets, not pizza, though. But Yeah, yeah no Muppet stuff? No, not anymore. Yeah. Be anyway, we could wrap it up. We've talked about both your, your vacation yeah, and Disneyland USA. Yeah, there was a nice end to a short month, but then next month it's not going to be so nice. That's the thing. We have to savor this last little bit of goodness while we can before... Bum, bum, bum. Awful, Awful April yeah. kicks yeah. in. Uh, you still haven't figured out what you're doing, cause you didn't. We weren't even quite gonna be sure we'd be recording today, kid. Today, cause you're sick. So mm-hmm. you have some. You have a week to figure out what you want to do for our kickoff. Yeah, I'll figure it out pretty soon. Awful April, and yeah, I, I think I have an idea of the two things I want to choose. Vaguely, I have to double check, cause I have such a list of awful April potential things that. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we tend to. Our awful April picks tend to be either fun, awful, like Troll 2, or like, <laughs> oh, awful, like, why did we did this? And it's always nice why that, of course, this. we want to do the stuff that's. that's. Was Mac and me? Did we do that for awful April last year? No, we did that because you were like, I want to do what I want to do. Me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like a year ago. That was been kind of close to awful April, though. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, we'll forgot yeah, stuff. So That'll be next we'll, week. Yeah, that's next week, and we'll be back with that. He's Mudder on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tart Podcast on Twitter. TartPodcast.com. Share around. Of course, people are going to listen to us. Whatever. I don't know. Pass Whatever. our Facebook link around. Who cares? Just, just hang out and yeah, listen with cares? us. Who cares? Who cares? Or just listen. Just, just, just tune keep in listening. Listen. Talk, this talk, is for you. Talk back if at you us li- if you want. If you listen to this, this is for you. This is for you. It'd be nice if you shared it, but if not, just keep listening. We like yeah. you. Uh, like. this is the part where we start lowering the flag, uh-huh. and then we, then we all, like, say the Pledge of Allegiance to the little fla- at the little plaque at the bottom of the- I don't even- I can't imagine what the bo- Atari of the Party flag would look like, but- mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> the, the only thing on the plaque at the bottom of the flagpole would be an engraved picture of the guy with the satchel ass from this <laughs> documentary. <laughs> It'd yeah. be like, yeah, yeah, it's- it's- it's, 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 it's Inception shit. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next else. week. Yeah. So until next time, you feel your whole pop culture in the viral Take care, guys. Mop and Bucket Man to the exit of the Nauseator. We have another jumper in the roof of TGM McScratchies. We need more Bort license plates in the gift shop. I repeat, we are sold out of Bort license plates.